Y'all know what time it is. Y'all are now live, listening, and rocking with the blueprint. My name is Jeremiah Reese, but a lot of people on campus know me as PC Jarn or just Jarn. Um, I do a lot on campus, from student leadership to campus organizations and activities, being a campus barber, campus DJ, things of that nature. Second semester, uh, senior, so I got one more semester, then I'm out of here, and while I'm here, I'm trying to leave a mark bigger than the one I've already made, kind of like my own little carbon footprint, but just on 1315. Yes, sir. So you really have a short term, really, and then you're going to be moving on to something even bigger and better, right? Yeah, that's yeah, the plan. Yeah, yeah. So we've got to kind of like hurry up and, and make you into a big podcast star here in just a few short weeks or months, and right, right? Right. But <laughs> I mean, I don't walk until the spring, so. Oh, oh, okay. So we got close to a year. Close to a year. All right. That's even more time than I thought. That's really good. That's really good. You know, there are a lot of things we can talk about and stuff. Other stuff I've talked about with uh, students at St. Aug because we've had uh, some of our Falcons Fly students who people who were in MassCom, not necessarily in MassCom, but they stepped up and were involved here with this radio station. But then we had um, a class. I had about a half a dozen students in an audio production class, so I kind of got them involved with this tune. And they learned a little bit about podcasting and interviewing. You're not looking at a traditional radio career. You have the interest in where everything's going, right? The video podcasting. So what is your concept of that? What is your idea of a podcast? What do you have in mind for what the style of that podcast would be or particular topics? All right. So my views on podcasts nowadays, they're limitless because the day and age that we live in, every day is evolving with technology. One thing might be the thing today and it might be something else tomorrow but the biggest thing with having longevity is creating something of your own but the way i want to do it is is different um i want to give for one the school pretty much an outlet that the world can see more than just what they may read on the news or what they might hear from their sister brother cousin or friend so i just want to shine light on a lot of things that are that's going on little segments it's going to be full episodes uh, voice podcast that you can listen to in reality i want to hone in on the video part the edits i want the edits to be something that's completely different not just the regular podcast that you might just throw on on your, on your tv i kind of wanted to have its own little spin when it turned on it's like you're watching a music video or taking you into a different world to where you can see what the world look like through our eyes so you'll be here when the television studio has been repurposed so perhaps what you could do to get that added uh, imagery, I guess you're looking at something that really is eye-catching, something a little bit out of the ordinary. Uh, perhaps you do the soundstage with the green screen. Or do you see your environment for video podcasts really being anywhere? In a radio studio, television studio, out on the quad, really anywhere? I honestly, I feel <laughs> like it would be everywhere. The podcast in itself with the green screen, that would be something useful. That would be something that we can have when we have like a sit down type of episode or be more into life, like a lifestyle type of podcast. Honestly, most of the things that we really need would be like the Final Cut Pro and like iPhone 13s and things of that nature because technology has involved so much that you can do a lot more with a lot less. That's true. I mean, compared to just a few years ago, the cost involved in doing, you know, complicated video productions was qu quite different than it is now. I mean, you can still get all the big gear and go into a big production house. But like you said, with the iPhone and with enough talent and then just your basic software for editing, etc., 
you could do anything. Some lighting, some microphones, things mm-hmm. of that nature, nothing too crazy. And you can really make a lot of stuff happen, especially with the cinematic mode. It looks like you shoot with a 4K camera. Like I was looking up a couple cameras because I wanted to purchase one. Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And some of them don't even have footage and can take pictures so it's crazy to see that we have all that in our phone yeah that is pretty amazing so as you move forward do you plan on bringing in as many students as you can i would assume that it's going to be in many ways with the theme of student life if you're talking about like you say in the real world real time and uh, experiences from day to day so oh for sure i definitely want to bring in pretty much anybody who makes an impact on campus for the athletes i want to do things because i announced the games a lot of people will hear me during the games a lot of people will be there but hear their perspective on how the game went one of our athletes they might have a career high game that night they might have 32 points 11 rebounds and six assists and they never played that well before but the thing about it is sometimes they might not have any coverage so they might send an email a lot of people don't read the email so they're not really they're not really having that light shined on them a lot of people don't show up to the games so a lot of things will be connected like oh he dropped 32 points this is the breakdown and it has some footage highlights of the actual game like actually i want to go to the next game it sounded like it was fun Shout out to Mr. Jeffries, man. Without Mr. Jeffries, man, I don't even know. I wouldn't be doing a lot of this announcing. He gave me a chance, and it's just been going up from there. Yes, sir. I mean, he is a shining light, man, these days. He really, really is. He's the hardest working man, too. He truly is. So let's move on and talk a little bit about student life and a big part of a student's experience. I think pretty much any young adult's lifestyle involves their love of music or their involvement with music so give me your real quick wrap up if you will of your relationship with music now i ask you the question that way instead of oh what's your, who's your favorite artist or what do you think about the state of hip-hop you know this kind of questions asked all the time but take yourself back to your earliest years and this this involves your relationship with music so what's like the first stuff you heard yourself as far back as you can go what was it you heard that's like man i think i'm gonna like music man (laughs) honestly i'm from rochester new york upstate new york so we listened to a lot of things like when i was with my mom we listened to a lot of things like jay-z biggie all the music like that and i remember being in the back of the car singing all the words to the songs i'm not even nine years old yet and i know all the words to every song and then it was like my nana we used to go to church every like three four times a week so we was in church a lot so i liked the music from there like the drums the percussion the beats and things that nature the piano how everything flowed together my nana she didn't even notice like she was listening to some gospel music but it was uh Diedrich hatton and with Diedrich hatton he t- he makes music that it's pretty much it don't really sound like gospel music it just sound like good vibes music so she used to play it all the time so i knew all different types of music then I used to sing in the choir, so we used to have to sing the old, old songs like Way in the Water. So my music scale is so diverse. And then I came down here, and I learned everything that they like to listen to in the South. Wayne, like the Soldier Boy, like everything that when it first came out, I remember it. When it first came out, I was listening to the Mike Jones back then. Back then, they didn't want me. Now, how they all love me? And then it was Drake. Was listening to Drake in 09 Was listening to him when he first came out That was like, that gave me a different perspective On the world, cause I'm listening to what he's saying But as I get older, I listen to the older songs And they relate so crazy And I didn't even understand, but it was like my subconscious mind did And then what really changed my life Was when one Christmas 
I think I wasn't doing too good in school. I always been more of a smart student, but I didn't really see the purpose in school. Like, so I would just like go to sleep and things that like of that nature. So my mom, she would get mad at me and she would like, all right, so there's nothing changing. I'm not going to get you anything for Christmas, but she's my mom. So she's getting me something for Christmas. So she got me like three video games and like four albums and kids Lamar good kid. Mad city was one of them. And she didn't even know who he was. I didn't even know who he was. I put that album on. I went to sleep. I woke up. I do every word. Wow. It must have gotten into your subconscious then. Okay. Like, because the the album in itself was like a movie. Mm. Like, when you listen to the album, the way that he broke the words down, the way that he set it up, it was like a movie. It wasn't just, I'm listening to a beat. I like what the words are saying. It's like I'm watching a movie while I'm listening to the music. When I wake up in the morning, if I'm trying to have a good day, it's early. I got to be productive. I'm throwing on some 70s soul seduction. So that can go from Bill Withers to, to anything, to the Isley Brothers, to, like, everybody from back then. And then, like, I like to listen to a whole bunch of different types of music. Like, it's an artist out in the U.K., Georgia Smith. She make house music. She made a song with Drake. I listen to her. Tim, she's an artist. I think she's from Africa, but I think she might be from, she's from somewhere. I can't remember exactly where, maybe Nigeria, but she sings. This is a whole bunch of different people that I listen to. I like to listen to what my friends would like to say, quote unquote, I don't know how appropriate it is, white people music. So like uh, Foster the Kids, Pumped Up Kicks, things like that. Yeah, Those pop of, stuff. Yeah, pop yeah. songs. Um, I'm not really too into the country, but it's a few songs like the Tennessee Whiskey. I like that. It's a few songs. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a few ones that I like to listen to. It's not even just one thing I listen to. It just depends on how what mood I want to be in because music can project my mood. The people, and when I say the people, is the people that's controlling like the media. They want you to hear a certain thing. Honestly, I'm not gonna say too much, right? But they want to. They 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 don't. They kind of want to think for you. You gotta mm -hmm. think. You gotta think about it. So right. that's why we have a lot of different platforms that the younger and the smaller, or maybe the older and smaller artists can really excel with. Like Lucky Day. Like I didn't know he was like 36, 37. He don't even look like that, but his music don't sound like that in comparison to how a lot of people would think a new artist at 37 would sound. The new technology and the things that we have now is breaking the, for one, the stereotypes. It's breaking the gaps in between the people. But at the same time, it's still controlled a little bit. So it's still setting a little bit of the barriers. And it's letting a lot of art, making a lot of artists feel like if they don't blow up overnight, then they not going to ever make it. You got to really go outside the main stuff. I don't even listen to the radio anymore. I was surprised to see some of these songs on this list that you gave me. <laughs> like, for real. But you're you're the same story I hear from other students. I would dare say that by now, not too many people under 30, they're not listening to music on the radio on a, like a commercial radio station anymore. Right. They're getting it every other way. Right. And when you get to the younger groups, it's even more intensive. I think what happens with those that would be like in their 30s, they may be switch hitters. They're right. listening to the radio in the car, maybe. But right. then when they're home or they're at work or something, they're putting in their other source of music. Right. And here's the other thing. The same age group, they're not listening to internet radio. They're not listening to streaming radio stations because, again, right. they're trying to deliver to you what they think you should hear. Right. You know? And so even Falcons Fly Radio is being repurposed as kind of a launch pad, an operating base for podcast, music education, a lot of dialogue talking about things, and we'll still continue to run music. But I'll say, Jeremiah, shout out to Jose because – 
I learned from him and from other students really active with music that we didn't have to be like the other hip hop stations, the regular commercial hip hop stations just play like again, stuff off of a list. Right. And so because of his work in here, he's built a library of a lot of good music from really a lot of the same artists, but he's found those little special little songs in there off of somebody's project that's like really good. Right. And so we play unfamiliar songs they're not all hit songs because it sounds better and we should be that way if we're a student-based station anyway but Josue that's my that's my guy actually <laughs> me and Josue we we exchange music all the time Josue he definitely has a knack for finding songs mm. that you might not have found so it's just like shout shout to Hefe man I'm hungry and he hungry too we see that within each other well, come back and see me in like maybe about ten years when you're both like music executives and making big loot and uh, oh for sure you know, come back for sure <laughs> if I'm still around so I'm gonna be on TV somewhere like someone tell yes, John sir. to call me I'm telling you it's gonna I've seen it happen before and I know it's gonna happen again it's really gonna happen because I think one thing that we're not really realizing yet is the reemergence of WAUG TV. Right. And what that's going to mean for so many students, whether it's like someone with a video podcasting like you or some students I've worked with that want to be news journalists and want to do it like a newscast, right. which I'm sure will we'll make that happen. Good. A lot of that stuff is tangible. I feel like we have the students who have the talent to do it. Now that there's a lot of changes coming and there's a lot of things that's happening for the school, I feel like it's going to give them that that pride and it's going to give them that extra boost to feel like it can actually happen for them. That's right. Jeremiah, thank you for being here today, Jeremiah Reese. And so you're a rising senior. Actually, I'm a second semester senior. So okay. I'm out of here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, thanks for being here with us today. We appreciate it. Thank you. Be sure to check back soon for another episode of The Blueprint from Falcons Fly Radio.